The Joy of M Sports presents The Sweet Spot with Corey Bradley. Hero with seven to shoot. Hero, long three-pointer. Bang! Tyler Hero from way downtown. Two teams who didn't make the playoffs a year ago are now squaring off in the NBA Finals. I'm your host, Corey Bradley, as you heard that audio from Mike Breen on ESPN with his bang call as Tyler Hero dropped 37 points against the Boston Celtics in Game 4 of the Eastern Conference Finals. I mean, this kid here is uh, super exciting to watch, and I think he's only going to get better with time because he has the confidence to take on anybody at any given time. Now, the other team, we talk about the Los Angeles Lakers Going against the Miami Heat, the Lakers, I can't leave them out, of course. You know, okay, you, you give Tyler Hero and the Miami Heat a soundbite. Where's the Lakers soundbite? Where's the excitement that we've had in this postseason as we advance to the NBA Finals? Well, you asked for it? Here it is. 2.1 seconds remaining. Denver a foul to give. Jokic trying to disrupt Rondo. He puts it in. Here's Davis. 4-3 in the win. Oh, it's good! Anthony Davis has won it for the Lakers! And that was Brian Anderson of TNT on the call there with Anthony Davis sinking the game-winning three at the buzzer in Game 2 of the Western Conference Finals. And I think at that point, the Denver Nuggets were through. Even though they gave up uh, all the fight and heart that they had in that series, they went down 0-2 in, in a heartbreaking fashion. I think that was really the nail in the coffin for the Denver Nuggets. Now, we have the Miami Heat, Los Angeles Lakers, NBA Finals. I wanted to talk to a fan of each team to kind of hear their thoughts, um, how they're feeling going into this pretty exciting and interesting matchup, uh, finals matchup that no one really predicted or expected. I mean, of course, people thought the Lakers would get in, but – uh, nobody really gave Miami a chance to be their representative from the Eastern Conference. So, first up, you're going to hear from my guy, Corey Campbell from Dothan, Alabama, a student at Houston Academy, to talk about his Miami Heat as they are now looking for their fourth title against the Lakers. Corey, man, thank you for being on the sweet spot, man. I know you've been on the show before. I'm glad to have you on the show as a guest again, man. How you doing? Doing good. Appreciate it. Appreciate you having me. All right. So before we talk about the Miami Heat as a team, give me your favorite player on this year's squad and why. On this year's team, yeah. On a given on a given day, it could be Duncan Robinson. Okay. Because when he's on, you know, when he's hitting by everything he releases, that is just is one of the most fun players in the league to watch. But watching Jimmy Butler. After like all the situations he's been through, I think watching him has got to be one of my favorite right now. Yeah, you can't go wrong with either one of those two guys, man. Duncan Robinson, you know, I've seen the shirts where Miami runs on Duncan. Like, I love that shirt. I mean, I'm not even a Heat fan, but I would, I would love just to get one of those shirts. But uh, like I said, Jimmy Butler is one of the best two-way players in the game, man. And, you know, he's just exciting to play. Uh, actually exciting to watch just because – he does it all, man, and he wants to win at all costs. And, you know, like you said, some of the things he's been through with other teams has been well documented, but he's a winner at heart, and he just wants everybody around him to have that same mentality night in, night out. So, uh, you know, like I mentioned, you being on the show before, the last time you were a guest, uh, 
that's when the Heat had their season interrupted back in March. And here they are playing in the NBA Finals. I mean, when did you know the Heat had a chance to make a run this season? So before the NBA season got canceled, I always said, even after the trade at the deadline picked up, Iguodala, Jay Crowder, and Solomon Hill, even before that trade and after, I thought we were going to be uh, you know, a second-round exit. But once we saw that we got the Bucks, I know that we swept the Bucks in the regular season and even beat them without Jimmy Butler. So I was always confident that we could beat the Bucks. So I knew, you know, sweep Pacers. Pacers was a given because, you know, no Victor Oladipo for one or two games and no Sabonis for the whole series. I knew that was going to be, I mean, that was an easy sweep. Then once we reached the Bucks, I knew that, you know, how we handled the Bucks so easy that we could, you know, easily go all the way to the finals. You know, you, uh, you mentioned that too, man. I remember we were just finishing playing ball one night and the Heat were getting ready to play the Bucks in the playoffs. And you mentioned that the Heat dominated Milwaukee throughout the regular season. So you called it. You called it from the beginning. So, uh, you know, when they went on to annihilate the Milwaukee Bucks, man, I was like, Corey, he knew his team. He knew how well they matched up against the Bucks, And uh, we saw it play out just like you called it, man. Now, what is it about this year's team that makes them different from other Miami teams in the past? In the past, like, you know, years when we haven't made the playoffs since 2014, I think it's the the lack of a, a true, you know, leader. Mm-hmm. I mean, we've had Dwayne Wade, but it's, a, you know, aging Dwayne Wade. Now that we have, like, a Jimmy Butler, you know, command of the team, and then this year we have so many shooters. I mean, I mean, we got guys that can get the three from the five to the one, and even, you know, off the bench coming in. And then we have exciting players like Tyler Hero that can come on at night, you know, give, you know, 20-plus points or, you know, even a game deciding 37 points. And like a Duncan Robinson that can come in and get 20 on a given night, you know, and just have those factors where we can just take, you know, random games by just those guys having a great night. And then the culture. I think Jimmy Butler, you know, Bam Adebayo becoming, you know, a starter, and then getting Jay Crowder, Andre Godala, those dogs that are going to come out and get everything on the floor and kind of, you know, spread that culture around that, you know, Eric Spolster has been looking for for a while but hasn't found. I think that's, you know, the biggest difference. So I'm joined by Corey Campbell of Dothan, Alabama, huge Miami Heat fan to talk about his squad as they prepare for the NBA Finals. Uh, you mentioned Tyler Hero and his 37 points that he put up in Game 4 against the Boston Celtics in the Eastern Conference Finals. Talk about Tyler Hero and the impact he's had in his rookie season. So when Tyler Hero got drafted, I'm not going to lie, I was one of those that were you know, skeptical about taking him 13th, you know, there's that video that goes around Instagram of the guy that, you know, doesn't even know who he is. And I, you know, I fall victim to that. But now that he's coming and, you know, doing the things he's done as a rookie, as a 20-year-old rookie, I mean, it's, you know, you know the numbers he puts up, you know, compares to Matt Johnson. Like, that's, you know, one of the top 15, top 10 greatest players of all time. I mean, that's just insane. 
Man, I, I love Tyler Hero, man. I've become a huge fan of his just watching him this season. You know, like I, I remember first hearing about him when he committed to his home uh, in-state school, Wisconsin. And then, you know, so I always kept an eye on him then. But then when he decommitted and committed uh, to Kentucky, uh, I was like, okay, let, let's see what he got, you know, because that's a big jump to go from Wisconsin to Kentucky with all the top recruits they bring in every single year. But he has not disappointed. I mean, you can't but root for him and his his uh, his attitude and his mentality that he doesn't he doesn't shy away from anybody. It's insane, man, and I love it. Like I just went back and watched some of his high school videos, and just how the you know some of the players he went against were talking trash to him, trying to get underneath his skin, and he just he just goes to work on the court. He lets his play do his talking for him. So I enjoy watching Tyler Hero. Uh, Miami Heat have definitely struck gold by taking him with that 13 pick that you mentioned. Now the Heat are an amazing team defensively. But going against this Los Angeles team, I and mean, what concerns you about stopping the Lakers? So the biggest reason that we beat the Celtics is because of the zone that Eric's supposed to put in. So in my eyes, if we to beat the Lakers, I mean, obviously you're not going to stop LeBron James. You're not going to stop Anthony Davis. That's a given. But we're going to, most likely we're going to get our rebounded. Because, I mean, they run Anthony Davis and, you know, Dwight Howard or Anthony Davis and Javel McGee. And we really don't have, like, we don't play a true center. We have one true center on the roster, and he hasn't stepped in the game. So rebounds are going to be one thing, but then shooting. If the Lakers are hitting shots and we're in that zone, I mean, the ball, I mean, I don't really know. I don't really know if we have the ability to beat them if they hit threes. But other than that, you know, with Jay Crowder and Jimmy Butler, you know, their ability and Andre Iguodala's ability to guard LeBron or slow down LeBron, and then with Bam being able to guard Anthony Davis, I think, you know, we can match up with them. But obviously, you know, LeBron and Anthony Davis are going to draw a double team, which then leaves somebody open to hit the three. So if they're missing, I think we can, I think we actually can win the series. But if, you know, if they're hitting, I don't really know. Now, you talked about the Heat winning the series, uh, which would be their fourth championship in uh, franchise history. But give me a few pointers. Like, if Miami's going to bring home the title, what will they have to do? I know you mentioned that the Lakers are hitting. It's going to be tough. But what will Miami have to do to bring that title back to South Beach? One thing is Jimmy Butler cannot have a, a game where he's passive-aggressive, where he's, you know, uh, only, like, shooting the ball two times in a quarter, which he did that multiple times against his opponents. That can happen. He has to constantly stay aggressive. Bam has to Bam has to be able to get rebounds and do his thing, which is going to be tough again because they run a, almost a two-center lineup all the time. And then we have Jay Crowder, who's the past three to four games has shot like 20% from three-point line. He has to get back to knocking down the open shots. And then we have to have, you know, a Tyler Hero, a Drogic, or, a, you know, a Duncan Robinson, uh, like, lighting performance to, like, steal a couple games. So it's going to have to happen. 
Man, I'm I'm super excited for this matchup. I mean, nobody really expected this to be the two teams going at it for the NBA Finals. It's going to be super exciting. I know you'll be watching, I'll be watching, man, and I'm looking forward to seeing how this series plays out. Uh, you've been listening to Corey Campbell, huge supporter of the Miami Heat as long as I've known him. He's always had uh, the, the, the team in his heart, like regardless of what the season looked like, regardless of what the roster looked like, uh, this is a guy who's always been in the Miami Heat's corner, man. Uh, good luck to your Heat as they take on the Lakers, man. Uh, it's going to be a tall challenge, but, you know, Eric Spolster is one of the best coaches in the NBA, and, you know, if anybody can get it done, man, it's him. So uh, good luck to your team, man, and thank you for being on the sweet spot. No problem. Thank you for having me again, and I uh, hope the Spurs can do something this offseason to step up. Man, I appreciate it. I'm I'm hoping the same thing because uh, we got we got some moves to make, and who knows, man? You know, we didn't make the playoffs this year for the first time in 22 years. Maybe we'll be that Miami Heat team next year, but that remains to be seen. But man, good luck to your Miami Heat, Art. Thank you, man. Hey, this is Cam McKinney, former Rehoboth Rebel. You're listening to the Sweet Spot with Corey Bradley on the Joy FM Sports. Attorney Kaz Espy is a proud supporter of The Sweet Spot with Corey Bradley. Kaz has experience in both federal and state courts regarding a wide range of civil matters. Specializing in bankruptcy, debt resolution, probate, and estate planning, Kaz listens to the concerns of his clients, understanding their individual needs. Attorney Kaz Espy, phone 334-793-6288 or online at espymetcalf.com. No representation is made that the quality of legal services to be performed is greater than the quality of legal services performed by other lawyers. Care Animal Center is a business ministry partner with the Joy FM. Their goal has always been to assemble a team that's dedicated to providing quality veterinary services for their clients' pets. Care Animal Center offers surgical, dental, medical, and pet wellness programs for that furry member of the family. Their website is care-animal.net. Care Animal Center, 3454 West Main Street in Dothan. Phone 334-794-6333. Whether they're going back to school in person or online. If your child needs glasses, Denny Vision in downtown Dothan has a great special on kids' glasses starting from $99 for two pairs. That's right, from August 3rd through October 4th, get two pairs of kids' eyeglasses starting from just $99. Students can receive 20% off one pair of complete eyeglasses or 50% off two pairs. Save on back-to-school glasses at Denny Vision. Call 334-793-2633. That's 334 334-793- 93-2633. Denny Vision, 151 East Main Street, downtown Dothan. See the difference. Hey, this is Jack Martin for the Troy Trojans. You're listening to The Sweet Spot with Corey Bradley on the Joy FM Sports. Welcome back to The Sweet Spot, sponsored by Pinch a Penny Pool, Patio, and Spa. As we continue this preview of the NBA Finals, you heard from Corey Campbell uh, representing his Miami Heat. I also caught up with Darius Holden from Madison, Alabama to talk about his Los Angeles Lakers and his thoughts on the NBA Finals as the Lakers are looking for their first title since 2010. So, Darius, man, um, welcome to the sweet spot, man. I'm glad I could have you on the show. Man, honored to be here, man. Glad to, glad to be part of uh, the show, man. Thank you. So, this was 
the first winning season in playoff appearance since the 2012-2013 year. Talk about the journey as a Lakers fan enduring all those down years. Man, I tell you, uh, it, it's been tough because I, I'll be honest with you, my my uh, time as a Laker fan, you know, started around my grad high school graduation <laughs> uh, time um, and with the Shaq and Kobe show, and uh, and so. Um, then when it was Kobe carrying the load himself, um, it, it, it hurt every time that, uh, you know, knowing, uh, I guess every time that Kobe and the Lakers were, uh, fell short, not just of making, uh, the five, but fell short of making the playoffs, period. Um, it, we enjoyed those, um, two, uh, championships he had. Uh, with Gasol mm-hmm. and Lamar, but um, after that, <laughs> you know, you know, we I guess what, what you say we had a couple years of making the playoffs, but nothing special, you know. What I mean, mm-hmm. falling short uh, both times without making it to uh, the finals, and so, and now in this year, you know, with. Uh, the passing of Kobe, um, I'm not surprised that we are here in the finals, for real. I mean, we got a picked up Anthony Davis last year, and, I, you know, I think LeBron's been doing the best he could, um, but he did need, need some help, and so he has more than help in Anthony Davis, and so um, I, I'm, I'm excited to see what's going to play out in 2020. <laughs> Now, going into this season, you know, you mentioned acquiring Anthony Davis. Uh, there was a lot of uh, free free agent acquisitions as well. But what concerns you most about this Lakers team? Wow. Entering into the season? Yeah, yeah. Right now? Yeah, going into the season. Um, I, I was really more concerned with uh, shooting at the beginning. Uh, when they first put this team together, I didn't know if we would have enough uh, scoring, um, and, and honestly, I was kind of iffy on the defensive side or perimeter defense, um, and sometimes I still am. Um, but I felt like because LeBron and his greatness um, with Anthony Davis, um, I, I always felt like them two together um, could could. Uh, compensate for <laughs> any gray areas or any areas of concern because Le- I mean LeBron can do it all. I'm gonna be honest. I'm 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 a Michael Jordan fan, and I know we get into this situ- debate about the goat, but I-, I have to give LeBron credit. He can do it all, and and, and it doesn't. <laughs> he, he he he's so good. He can cover up uh, for for what the Lakers lack. Um, on most occasions. And so all the concerns that I had um, before the season, pre-COVID and all of that, um, they they quickly went away because before COVID hit, I mean, the Lakers were starting to – they were gelling, and, and they looked like a championship team um, before the break. Man, um, 
you know, you talked about the shooting. Uh, there's been well documented. You know, I've seen plenty of memes with, you know, Danny Green. You know, he's wearing how many more on the back of his jersey, and people are saying how many more threes is this guy gonna miss? I mean, um, how has it been frustrating seeing a guy like him and KCP, some of the guys are surrounding uh, the two stars, not shoot the ball consistently? I mean, uh, how is that as a fan seeing open shots and not being able to see them go down? And it's almost like trying to draw a, uh, <laughs> the, the card that you need out of the deck. Uh, you you hoping for the best. It's like every game, uh, you don't, we don't know what to expect until um, the game get to, get to going. And, and when you um, pick up players like, like Danny Green, who, who's known for the shooting, you, you expect a little bit more consistency. And um, I tell you what, um, since you said talked about the shooting, I, I really feel like. Lakers shoot. I don't think this series is going to be as easy as I thought it would be um, leading up to this point, basically because of that inconsistency in shooting. Um, you know, we've seen it in the playoffs. When 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 those other guys are not hitting open shots, when those other guys uh, are not contributing, um, the Lakers can be beat. And this is not the team <laughs> – uh, that they can afford to be cold um, for long stretches at a time and expect to, uh, you know, um, be able to raise that banner up. So I'm joined by Darius Holden of Madison, Alabama, to talk about his Los Angeles Lakers. Uh, Darius, you spoke about the banner, uh, speaking of that the Lakers are looking for their First championship since going back-to-back during 2009 and 2010. Of course, they have LeBron and Anthony Davis, but aside from the two stars, what aspect has been a huge reason for their success? Outside of those two stars, well, I sound like we're carrying uh, uh, over for what what you just brought up with shooting. I think... Um, here in the playoffs, uh, well, especially as of late, the shooting has uh, improved to a little bit more consistency uh, from those supporting uh, players. Uh, they're hitting open shots, but, um, man, one thing that surprised me is, is, is Rondo. Uh, man, playoff Rondo has really um, – shown the, I guess, the importance of having that playoff experience and having a veteran player like yourself um, to, and, 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 and uh, I guess, with his playing experience, but I see Rondo as a leader as well. I, I hear a lot of people on TV um, throughout this season, you know, kind of, not give Rondo the respect that he deserves, but man, you have to. I think about Rondo was that same guy that played with Anthony Davis when he was in New Orleans, mm-hmm. and, and they almost made some noise um, <laughs> um, together in New Orleans. And so I, I feel like Rondo 
has has surprised me in the playoffs. Um, and also, uh, was it Morrison? Um, uh, the uh, Marquise Morris. Marquise Morris. Yeah, yeah, Morris, yeah, 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 yeah. Morris has hit open. I mean, he's been hitting big shots. Uh, he's he's been one of the most surprising uh, players to me during this time. Uh, and I, another thing that's surprising is, uh, I guess, the fact that since we've been in the bubble, the Lakers have stayed focused. And and I I think that's um, I know we was talking about outside of LeBron and Anthony Davis, but I think LeBron has placed the mentality on his teammates that, hey, I know we was one of the teams that didn't want to play in this bubble, but since we hit, since we're here, let's 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 go and win this whole thing. And, and you can tell by some of the other teams and their lack of motivation mm-hmm. that the the one factor that that gets overlooked is the fact that these guys have stayed motivated uh, for for the most part. Um, throughout this playoff series with no fans inside of the bubble. And I, I just think when you're playing in under the conditions in which these, these guys are playing in now, self-motivation, self-determination, those things um, that make up the character uh, of, an, of an athlete, all of those things factor in even more um, when you don't have any outside sources to gain energy and momentum from. Everything got to start from within, within the individual and within the team and within the organization. And the Lakers, I want to say, uh, by looks, has, has done a good job of keeping everybody focused in. So the Los Angeles Lakers match up with the Miami Heat in the NBA Finals. As we've alluded to, you said this isn't a team that you – uh, you don't want to sleep on this team, you know. You can't. You got to bring it every single game against that Eric Spolstra uh, led Miami uh, led team there. Now, what worries you though going against this Miami team? And this is a nobody expected them to, to be in there as as we've talked about. But here they are, man. They have a chance to to win an NBA championship when no one gave them a chance. They're four wins away from doing so. What worries you about the Heat? Man, I tell you. A lot of things. Uh, <laughs> first of all, you got players like Bam and the Dragon. Mm-hmm. Then you have Hero. <laughs> <laughs> you know that says that that's that's enough. Uh, oh, I forgot to even mention Jimmy Butler. Mm-hmm. Um, to me, Miami has four or five players that can. Guard LeBron. I'm not saying they're going to shut him down or stop him, but what I mean, they can rotate. They got enough size, enough uh, athleticism, uh, enough players on this team that can take when they switch. There won't be too many uh, mismatches against LeBron. I think they can. They'll have a, a better way of defending LeBron. Now the thing is, you know, Anthony Davis. Sometimes what frustrates me. With the Lakers, Anthony Davis, he don't want to be a big man, you know. And mm-hmm. in, in this series, one thing that concerns me is who's gonna, which LA big man is gonna match the hustle 
of damn. You, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. This guy, he doesn't take plays off. And as a big man, his skill set gets overlooked sometimes. And, and I think um, if, if L.A.'s big men can't match and out hustle, bam, that's going to be a problem because if, we, if this thing comes down to shooting, I like Miami if it comes down to shooting. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, and I feel like because they can defend and because they can uh, hit shots more consistently, they automatically have a chance to be in every single game. Because one thing about the Lakers in this playoffs, I, I talked about their motivation, but they are they have had a uh, issue with these game ones, which, I mean, I know they won game one in the Denver, in the Western Conference uh, uh, finals against Denver, but they lost game one against Portland. They lost game one against uh, Houston Rockets. Mm-hmm. And I don't think Miami has shown this is not a team that you want to trail behind them at any point yeah, that's true. in this series. And, and so... And the fact that, you know, Miami, they plan, they don't have any pressure on them. Nobody, very few people expected them to get to this point um, in the first place. And so now that they're here, they like, hey, we, we, didn't, we, we didn't got in. We might as well have some fun. <laughs> and, 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 and another thing, man, I'm, I'm so impressed with I ain't really never been crazy about Jimmy Butler, but most people with most NBA stars um, on his level, because they are the main star, they feel pressured to have to do this and have to do that. Throughout this playoff series, one reason Miami is at the spot that they are at, Jimmy Butler never put Jimmy in front of the Miami Heat. Like, whatever's working, whatever needs to be done, he's part, uh, he, he's allowed the game to play itself out. He's allowed the Heat as a team to win these games without him saying, hey, i got to have the ball. And, and I, I will say this, I think basketball fans won this, this, uh, this year. Um, and I know it's been a challenging year. But what I'm saying is the basketball play itself has been better to me um, in the bubble. And I feel like that's why you had the final four teams that were playing were the best teams. Not always the biggest names, not all the superstars, but I feel like this playoffs, this finals, you you have – it's full of it's, – it's, it's, it's met with the best teams. Miami's been playing as a team. And, and even though we say with, uh, LeBron and AD, but that been when, when – they're, when, they're, when the Lakers are rolling, it's only when <laughs> everyone is contributing. Mm-hmm. And, and, and so I feel like this, this is going to be uh, – you didn't have outside distractions, no – uh, added drama to the playoffs or none of that. It's been about basketball, what's taking place on the court, and, and 
Defense have shown the win games. Shooting has shown the win games. Team play. And I believe coaching is going to play a role, and that's why that's another thing that I'm concerned about. Um, you know, Eric, Coach. Um, Eric Spolstra. Mm-hmm. Eric Spolstra, he's been here. Mm-hmm. You know, he's not new to this. He has, uh, he, he's coached LeBron. Yeah. Am I, am I, am I correct? You're right. You're right. <laughs> he, he's coached LeBron. And, and so, I, and, and, man, let me ask something else. I know I'm, I'm, I'm going. Nah, you good, you good, you good, you good. But think about this, man. So we don't act like Pat Riley ain't nobody. <laughs> so, 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 I know we just, man, I'm a diehard Michael Jordan fan, Chicago Bull, Phil Jackson. We put, put Phil Jackson on at the peak, but there's a coach that was, at one time, known as how we referenced Phil Jackson, it was Pat Riley. That's true. And, and, and what Pat Riley has shown, not only did he do it on the coaching side, but now he's doing it in the in, in the main office side. You know, and, mm-hmm. and this is not new to him. So you have a, a, a great coach. You got Pat Riley in the office. Uh, um, and, and, well, he coached the championship team in Miami as well. <laughs> With a little bit of, we'll just leave that alone. But what I'm saying is, I don't think Miami Heat is going to come come in here overwhelmed by anything. Um, and, and this it set up a perfect storm to 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 keep LeBron from being able to say, Kobe. <laughs> you know what I mean? If, if LeBron want to be able to do that. Ooh we, they the Lakers not good enough to take a, a day off, take a night off. I say that. I don't think so anyway. Darius, man, I, dude, thank you so much for your your insight, your knowledge of not just Lakers basketball, but just basketball in general, man. Um, you know, I think it's gonna be a thrilling series, as for all the reasons that you mentioned. And for those who have been watching the playoffs since they resumed in the bubble, man, it's been, uh, you know, the Heat are for real. You know, the Lakers, uh, like you said, they're focused and come in with that mindset that they've had. That's going to be a challenge for both teams to come away with four victories in a seven-game set, man. You've been listening to Darius Holden from Madison, Alabama, to talk about his Los Angeles Lakers. Darius, man, thank you for being on the sweet spot, and good luck to your Lakers, and we'll see how it plays out. Thank you for the, uh, you know, the opportunity, and uh, it's going to be interesting, but man, more blessings to your show, and just uh, thank you for uh, your honest, uh, you know, your honesty and and the, and the joy and just your insight and, and what you bring, man. You're blessing a lot of people, man. You're blessing a lot of people. Man, thank I you. truly appreciate you, man. Truly appreciate you. All right, my man. Hey, Corey. What's up? Gotta say one more thing. Yeah, go ahead, man. Got a question. Will we see? Will, will, will Kyle Kuzma play a role? Oh man, that's been the question for the entire season. Um, <laughs> I like Kyle Kuzma. I want to see him play a role. <laughs> ah, 
Uh, I, I think so. I'm gonna say yeah. I'm gonna say yeah, man. I'm gonna I'm gonna say he come come through and have I don't know how many games out of a seven game set, but I think he's gonna have a key a key role. We've seen him hit you know a buzzer beater against the Nuggets over Bowl Bowl. I mean, Frank Vogel has shown confidence to draw plays for him in the clutch. So because uh, you use LeBron as a decoy, you can use AD as a decoy. I think Kuzma's going to be – I think he's going to ball out, man. I, I really do. It may not be the entire series, but I think it's going to be a game or two where you see him make a difference. Yeah, that's why I asked that question at the end before I go off. <laughs> <laughs> D, appreciate you, man. Like I said, good luck to your team, man. Good luck to everything you do. We appreciate all the love and support that you show the sweet spot, man. Man, likewise. Thank you, bro. You're listening to The Sweet Spot with Corey Bradley on the Joy FM Sports. It's more than a game. Pinch a Penny Pool, Patio, and Spa is a proud business ministry partner with the Joy FM. More than just a full-service pool and supply company, they offer backyard entertainment options like big green eggs, clear light infrared saunas, and patio furniture. Now locally owned and operated by Jason and Amy Sharp. Pinch a Penny Pool, Patio, and Spa. 1435 Westgate Parkway in Dothan. Phone 334-671-POOL. Many of us spend more time thinking about what's for dinner than thinking about retirement. But if you think your retirement deserves more attention, I can help. I'm Edward Jones Financial Advisor Greg Wakefield. Stop by our office at 5630 West Main Street in Dothan. Edward Jones. Making sense of investing. Member SIPC. Ridgecrest Baptist Church proudly supports all local athletics. At Ridgecrest, we have many opportunities for all ages, including children, middle school, high school, and college students. I'm Chase Fault, the student pastor, and I want to invite you to see how your family might fit in at Ridgecrest. Learn more on our website at rbcdothan.org. Welcome back to the Sweet Spot as we close with today's Triple C segment, Corey's Closing Comments, and this is what I want to share with you today. It comes from James 1st chapter, verses 22 through 25. But don't just listen to God's word. You must do what it says. Otherwise, you are only fooling yourselves. For if you listen to the word and don't obey, it is like glancing at your face in a mirror. You see yourself, walk away, and forget what you look like. But if you look carefully into the perfect law that sets you free, And if you do what it says and don't forget what you heard, then God will bless you for doing it. You know, we have to hear the word of God. We have to hear God's voice. And once we hear those things, once you reach that point where you can hear God's voice and you are aware of his Holy Spirit, it doesn't stop there. You have to do what he's leading you to do. Because if you do one and not the other, then it's still incomplete. You still miss the mark. It's still disobedience. So when you hear God's voice speaking to you, when you know God's Holy Spirit is leading you in a certain direction, just go with it. Just trust it. Don't run from it, because if you do, I promise you, you will truly regret it. And always remember, there's nothing better than being in the sweet spot. Stay in the sweet spot on the Joy FM Sports Facebook page. This has been a presentation of the Joy FM Sports. It's more than a game.